you, CQ, CQ, calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham. Web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS for Sunday the 4th of December 2022. Here are the main news headlines, special contest calls, expansion of qualifying events, exams and syllabus review group recruitment, Bath-based immediate licensed distance learning. Ofcom has recently authorised an expansion of the list of special contest call qualifying contests. It now includes the Worldwide Digi Contest and the British Amateur Radio Teledata Group Sprint PSK63 contest. Full details of how to apply for a special contest call can be found on the RSGB website. The RSGB is seeking to appoint additional members to the Exams and Syllabus Review Group, formerly known as the Exams Group. Membership for the group now includes places for club tutors who hold a full amateur radio licence and have taught the full syllabus for at least two years. If you're interested in making an application or require further information, please email the Examination Standards Committee Chairman Tony Kent, G-A-P-B-H, at ESK, sorry, esc.chair at rsgb.org.uk. Further information about the ESRG can be found on the RSGB website. The closing date for applications for the next Bath-based distance learning course for the intermediate exam is Thursday the 7th of December. Following application, students must complete some short pre-course study and a quiz to ensure they're able to use the Bath-based distance learning systems and to see if it suits their needs. The work must be completed by the 21st of December. The course starts on the 4th of January, with exams expected in May. For full details on an application form, please email steve, G0FUW, via g0fuw at bbdl.org.uk. The RSGB's final Tonight at 8 webinar of 2022 is this Monday the 5th of December. David Palmer, G7URP, will explore 100 years of BBC technology and innovation. You can watch the presentation and ask questions live on the RSGB YouTube channel or via... BATC. There is more information about presentations and how to take part on the RSGB website under webinars. The RSGB has released two further RSGB 2022 convention presentations this week, the first of which wasn't part of the convention live stream, so is brand new to people watching online. Werner Hasman, DJ9KH, explains the preparations and realisation of a low-budget de-expedition in his presentation, Z66DX, activating Kosovo under special circumstances. The second presentation is called Digital ATV, without the need for specialist camera or receiving equipment that used to be required. These and other presentations are in the RSGB 2022 convention playlist on the RSGB YouTube channel. There are two big events taking place during December. Yota Month encourages youngsters to get on the air, and the RSGB has supported this for many years. 
A special course on GB22 Yota is being hosted by schools, clubs and individuals, so listen out for it on the air and have a chat with the young operators. The RSGB's Transatlantic Centenary Tests also run throughout December and there are awards available for working the special stations. There are still opportunities to get involved in both events, so go to the RSGB website under Yota to find out how to host the Yota call sign or check out rsgb.org forward slash TCT to book an operating slot for the transatlantic tests. Now for details of rallies and events, the Oville Amateur Radio Club Rally will be held on Thursday the 29th of December at Davis Hall, Howell Hill, West Camel, Yeovil in Somerset, BA 227QX. Doors open from 9.30 to 1pm and admission, admission is £3. Free parking is available. The event will include bring and buy as well as 20 tables for traders. For more information, contact Bob, 01963 We regret to announce that the Callington Amateur Radio Society 2023 rally usually held on the last Sunday in March, has been cancelled because of a conflict with an alternative amateur radio-related event at the venue on the same day. Notice of the alternative event will be provided by the organiser. Now for special event news. On Thursday the 1st of December, GB1WH began operating. The special event station has been established to promote the work done by Wakefield Hospice. For more information, visit the GB1WHQRZ.com page. GB1LJF began its on-air activities on Thursday the 1st of December. Special event station is operating to celebrate the manufacturing of the English electric lighting aircraft in Lancashire. Uh, more information available on the gb1ljfqrz.com page. Now for DX News. Ed, N2HX, will be active as PJ7PL from St Martin, NA105, until the 10th of December. He'll be operating CWSSB Ritian FT8, QSL via home call. Ferdy, HB9DSP, will be active as 5H3FM from Zanzibar Island, AF032, Tanzania, that is, until the 13th of uh, December. He'll operate SSB Sum FT8 on the 2015 and 10 metre bands, QSL via Logbook of the World, or via his home call. The Qatar Amateur Radio Society has announced that nine special event stations will be active until the 18th of December, celebrating the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Cup. Look out for stations uh, for station HQA722FWC, as well as eight call signs that contain sequential numbers from A71FIFA to A78FIFA. These stations are active on the HF bands and via the QO100 satellite, QSL via the Bureau look, uh, look out, uh, Logbook of the World or directly. Now for contest news, the UK 6 metre group marathon began on Thursday the 1st of December. The contest will run until the 31st of January 2023, using all modes on the 6 metre band, the exchange of signal report and locator. The ARRL 160 metre contest ends today the 4th at 1600 UTC, CW only, 160 metre band. The exchange is a signal report. American and Canadian stations also send their ARRL or RAC section. 
Today the 4th, the 144 Megs Affiliated Societies contest runs from 1000 to 1400 UTC using all modes on the 2 metre band. The exchanges signal report serial number and locator. On Tuesday the 6th, the 144 Megs UK Activity Contest runs from 2000 to 2230 UTC. Using all modes on the 2 metre band, the exchange is signal report serial number and locator. Also on Tuesday the 6th of December, the 144 Megs FM Activity Contest runs from 1900 to 1955 UTC. All modes 2 metre band, exchanges signal report serial number and locator. Wednesday the 7th, the 144 Megs FT8 Activity Contest runs from 1900 to 2100 UTC, FT8 only, 2 metre band, the exchanges is report and 4 character locator. On Thursday the 8th of December, the 50 Megs UK Activity Contest runs from 2000 to 2230 UTC. Using all modes on the 6 metre band, the exchanges signal report serial number and locator. The ARRL 10 metre contest starts at 0000 UTC on Saturday the 10th and runs until 2359 UTC on Sunday the 11th of December. Using CW and phone, the exchange is signal report and serial number. American, Canadian and Mexican stations also send their state or province code. Now for the radio propagation report, compiled by G0KYA, G3YLA and G4BAO, last week was characterised by unsettled geomagnetic conditions that had not been forecast, they write. KP index fluctuated between 3 and 5 all week, resulting in a reduced HF propagation, especially over polar paths. The solar wind just refused to abate, with speeds over 600 km per second being quite commonplace. A southern-facing BZ interplanetary magnetic field just added to the problems. In the CQ Worldwide CW contest last weekend, signals from the west coast and midwest were badly affected with one station in Colorado sounding very fluttery and weak. Strong aurorae were also recorded in the polar regions. Nevertheless, some good scores were made in the contest. It was in a case of making do with what was available, that is HF propagation-wise. By Thursday, the Fairford Digisond was reporting F2-layer critical frequencies in the region of 10 MHz, with an extra extrapolated MUF, over 3,000 kilometres, well above 28 megs around noon. Sunspots remained on the decline all week, with the solar flux index struggling to get to 110, but the good news was that it could now all change. Solarham.net reports that the beginning of December will see a potential influx of sunspots. A new active region is beginning to turn into view off the southern, the southeast limb and was the source of a number of minor sea flares on Wednesday. In addition to this, old regions 3140, 3141 and 3145 from earlier in November are about to turn back into view from behind the northeast limb. NOAA predicts the solar flux index could increase to 120 or 125 next week, which could be a welcome upturn. We may also be entering a more settled phase with regard to the KP index, with NOAA predicting a maximum index of 2 or 3 all week. However, a solar coronal hole will become earth-facing on Saturday, so we expect the KP index to rise perhaps late on Sunday or Monday. The Ionison data server in the States for the PropQuest uh, FOF2 graphs is still having problems, but it's being worked on. In the meantime, you'll see a backup, of, a backup plot 
from Fairford to keep things going. Now for VHF and up, the main weather theme for the coming week is that of colder northeasterly winds, but with some high pressure off the northwest to give a chance of slightly enhanced tropo, at first in western Britain. This will probably be spoiled in eastern areas by showers coming in from the North Sea. Gigahertz band rain scatter options within the North Sea showers could be worth considering, but on this occasion the showers may be relatively limited, so don't expect much. The solar conditions are still showing signs of activity which can bring some VHF propagation options, such as Aurora on 6 to 2, given a good trigger. So look for high KP indices above about 5 or 6 to make it worth checking. Meteor scatter is of course ever-present for surprising us with any random activity. These sporadic meteors are more frequent around dawn, and the big Geminid shower in December is less than a fortnight away. Moon declination is positive and increasing this week, so moon windows will lengthen and zenith ankles will increase. Path losses are high and increasing this week. 144 meg sky noise is low to moderate, reaching 500 Kelvin next Friday. That's it from the propagation team this week. That's all from me likewise until next week too.